Hello, hello, it's Tariqa Wheeler, your career and mindset strategist, and thank you for joining another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. If you are listening to this episode in order, we are rounding out September, and we've been talking about building community, building your network, building an ecosystem of support as a part of your career advancement. Recently, we talked about growth strategies, and networking is a part of that, but we talked about what are those strategies that you can put in place. I want to round this month out as we prepare for October to talk about the real reason why you might feel stuck in your career. And I emphasize feel because I truly don't believe that you're stuck. I think that there are a few things that you lack, and that's what I want to dig into today. So let's get your notebook, get your pen, get your phone, whatever it is you need to take notes. And we're going all in on the real reason why you feel stuck in your career and how you can move forward. You guys ready? I am. Let's go. All right, we are back. We're back and we are talking about the real reason why you might feel stuck in your career. And I want to give you some strategies for how you can move forward. Here's the thing. The key to not feeling stuck in your career is to have the right strategy and the right mindset for your career and how to move forward. Strategy and mindset are everything. And you guys hear me talk about this all the time. You know, I truly believe that if you have strategy in your personal life and in your professional life, that you're able to move forward in a way that's just so calculated and so measurable that will help you really achieve and advance in whatever it is you want to do. But you have to have that strategy. You can't just wander aimlessly through life without really planning and putting action plans in place and executing those and measuring your success. So I truly believe that that's one of the main reasons why you know professionals feel stuck in their career is that they actually don't have a strategy in place. I think the the second piece of that is mindset. You know, you hear people always say, you know, get your mind right. Get your mind right. That is so key when it comes to advancing in your career. You have to not only just have a growth mindset. And I know we hear people talk about, you know, switch from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And that's important. But you also have to have a success mindset and a winning mindset. Those things are critical as well. And I think oftentimes as professionals, we forget that. We're so focused on the job. We're so focused on the task. We're so focused on, you know, what is my salary? But we're not focused on the key foundational things that we have to do as individual professionals, as high achieving professionals, which that's you. You are a high achieving professional. You're looking to get to that next level in your career. We forget to look at those foundational elements. And two of those main ones are strategy and mindset. When you are able to put in a strategy and change your mindset, it is just incredibly powerful. And so I want you to not feel stuck. And I keep saying feeling and I keep emphasizing that because it truly is a feeling versus what has to be your reality. You can change it. And so I want you to see these times where you're feeling stuck as moments of opportunity, moments that you can grow and you can literally jump outside of your comfort zone, not step outside your comfort zone, not lean outside your comfort zone, but be ready to take the big leap, the big jump outside of your comfort zone. 
know this, okay? Hear me well. With the right strategy, you can position yourself to move forward and to move upward. You know, I've talked about upward mobility. You want to be in a place, be in a place where you're moving up in your career. And in that same time that you're moving up, you also have the ability to kind of move around and some mobility to where you can go into different positions, different departments, different teams. You want to move forward, but you also want to move upward. And with the right strategy and the right mindset, you can do that. But here's the thing. I think one of the key things that we forget is that we have to put together a strategy that doesn't just work for everyone, but something that works specifically for you, right? So a lot of times we're taking a look at, you know, what our friend is doing, what our family member is doing, what our what our colleagues are doing. And it's great to observe what they're doing. You might be able to learn from some of what they're doing, but what you design, the strategy that is designed has to be unique and specific for you, okay? Let me tell you, the real reason why you're stuck in your career, I'm going to give you three, and then we're going to talk about these four kind of areas and strategies and how to address them. But number one is that you don't understand your unique value. You may say, Tariqa, what are you talking about? Of course I do. I know I'm valuable. Do you? Do you really? Do you understand the unique value that you bring to the table? Do you understand your professional DNA? And for those of you who might be joining in and listening to you know, the podcast a little late, When we talk about professional DNA, we're talking about your defined natural abilities to succeed. Do you know your defined natural abilities to succeed? What sets you apart? What makes you unique? And then how you leverage that so that you bring forth a unique value? Aha. See, when you think about it like that, you're like, hmm, I don't really know if I do or not. That can contribute to you feeling stuck. The second, again, and I talked about it just earlier, is mindset. Having the wrong mindset, of course, you're going to feel stuck. Not having your mind in a great place of positivity, thinking about growth, thinking about success, thinking about winning, and constantly focusing on the negative, constantly focusing on where you've been versus where you're going is not going to get you out of this feeling of being stuck. And then last, but certainly not least, because I think it is one of the most important elements is the strategy. I tell people all the time, you're not stuck, you lack strategy. And that has to be very clear. So I want to explore today. I want to explore four reasons why you might feel stuck. And we're going to dig into some buckets that might be contributing to that. And I'm going to help you get out of them because I don't want you to feel stuck. I want you to feel ready to move forward. Okay. So we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. We're back and we're going to jump right on in to these strategies and kind of these buckets, these areas where it gets you trapped and feeling stuck. And I really want you to pay attention and kind of think about, is this you? Can you see yourself in these spaces? And then how can you use some of these strategies to turn that thing around and really start to focus on moving forward and moving upward instead of feeling like you can't and feeling that you're stuck in one place? So first one, number one, you guys ready? Avoidance. Let me tell you something. Change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. You must stop avoiding change. It's going to happen, right? You have to start confronting change. And I I hear people say all the time, you know, I'm not confrontational. Well, let me tell you something. When it comes to your career, I need you to be confrontational, especially in these spaces of change. 
because it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And I'd love for you to proactively deal with it. So many times I think we're fearful of change because we're concerned about how we will, will how we will perform as professionals in the midst of change. Um, one of my favorite authors, uh, Levy Jones, she's the author of the Professional Troublemaker, um, the Fear Fighting Manual. She's got another book out as well. And she says, this is one of the quotes from her book, and I, and I love it because it helps you just understand where you have to be about yourself and where you have to think about yourself um, in these moments of like fear and especially fear of change. And so Lovey says, owning your dopeness is not about being liked by others, but being liked by you first. Guys, sometimes I just think we don't like ourselves. Like, have you ever just looked in the mirror and just really stepped back and said, man, I don't... I don't like the person I'm looking at right now. You know, of course, you know, we, we, I want you to love yourself. I hope that you do. If you do not, that's something we definitely got to work through. But like sometimes we just don't like where we are. We don't like the reflection. We don't like what we see in the mirror. And we have to get to a place before we can even begin to advance, not just in life, but in, even in your career, is that you have to be in a place where you like you first. Before you can think that someone else can like you, can want to engage with you, can want to advance you, you have to be in a place where you like yourself. And you may say, Tariqa, what in the world does that have to do with avoidance? A lot of times we avoid things because we don't like what we see in the mirror. We don't like ourselves. And so we avoid areas because we don't think we can handle them. We don't think that we can tackle them in the way that we need to. But I'm here to tell you, when you stop running away right? When you stop avoidance, when you really step up and confront change in the face, it's going to give you this incredible amount of confidence so that you can push forward and start liking what you see. And, or if you don't like what you see, it's going to help you do what? Change. It's going to help you change. So one of the things I want you to do outside of um, getting to a place where you like what you see, and if you don't like what you see to change it, then I also want you to pay attention. I really need you to pay attention. Those that advance in their careers um, or take their careers to the next level, they are paying attention and they're also taking chances. So they're looking for opportunities where they can take chances. They actually embrace risk and they don't hesitate to put new ideas forward, to reinvent themselves so that they can rise to the challenge, whatever it may be. See how they're not avoiding, we're stepping forward, we're stepping into instead of avoiding. I want you to do that. I want you to pay attention where there's opportunities for you to step up and step forward and not avoid those that might be concerning. You must learn to leverage change instead of avoiding it. That's super critical. You've got to learn how to leverage it instead of avoiding it. Leveraging change to grow and to achieve is really going to, believe it or not, give you a competitive edge because you're going to think about change in such a different way. Okay, so that's number one is avoidance. I think sometimes professionals are feeling stuck because you're avoiding the very thing that can propel you forward, which is opportunity. And what comes with opportunity is change. You've got to shift directions and go a different way. All right, so that is number one. That's number one. Let's talk about number two, and this is a big one. This is a huge one, complacency. You know, people get super complacent in their careers And they wonder why they can't advance and can't move forward because they've just gotten so complacent and content about where they are. 
you know, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the average years of staying within um, a particular employer is a little over four years. I think it's like 4.1 is that was listed. That's that's not a long time. And you hear some people who, you know, stay in their job for uh, 10 years or those who's, you know, really been around in their companies to 20 and 25 years. And you hear about these huge retirement parties that people have. And I will tell you this day and age, that time is gone. That time is gone. The average length of time that professionals are staying within a particular employer is a little over four years. Okay. So those days are gone where employees are staying um, at the same job for their entire career, right? Or staying, I would even say within the same team or the same department or the same division for their entire career. They're, they're moving around, right? They're moving forward and they're moving what? Upward. So if you were to change jobs every, let's say three to five years, you would be within the average. You'd be within the average. And I think sometimes we feel like we can't change our careers and change our jobs because we're thinking, oh, folks are going to think I'm not I'm not loyal or going to see my resume and think that I don't have um, an incredible amount, of, uh, incredible amount of sustainability and longevity in particular positions. But let me tell you something, recruiters and hiring managers, they, they know. And actually, sometimes you staying at a place too long could actually give a a negative vibe versus a positive vibe because it could look like that you weren't looking for opportunities for growth. So you really have to be careful about that and be strategic about the time in which you spend in any given career, um, in any given uh, job and, and employer. But complacency has got to go. Staying in one place for too long could really breed complacency. And while some professionals love their jobs, right? Some will say, I can never see myself leaving. Um, the great majority are honestly simply just in a place of complacency. For those that really love their job and love where they are, amazing, fantastic. But that doesn't mean you have to leave the company or leave the organization. But why are you still in the same position 15 years later? Why are you still in the same position five years later, 10 years later? Why are you at the same salary for the past five and 10 years? Where is the forward movement and the upward mobility? Okay, so that complacency is huge. When this happens and you are complacent, it starts to be almost like a little snowball effect and it starts to impact other areas. So you start to struggle with things like growth. You start to struggle with things like um, learning new things, learning new skills. Professionals can honestly feel, again, feel stuck when they lack the capabilities and the skill sets and the confidence to advance. If you have lacked, if, if your company or your team or organization has evolved and their, you know, the industry has evolved, there's new tools, there's new um, expectations, new goals within the company, and you're staying still, yeah, of course you could feel stuck because you may not have the skill sets and the capabilities to be able to move forward. So you begin to lack those critical elements of advancement when you're complacent because a critical element, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, of advancement is advancing your skills, upskilling, right? Um, understanding industry trends and where things are going and what can you do to bring value to a company or organization or team because you've been able to upskill capabilities. What are you capable of doing? We know what you're capable of doing when you started this job and you got it and you know you checked all the boxes in the job description. Here we are five, five years later. You know What capabilities do you have now? And when you're in a place of complacency, 
you tend to not only just stay in one place in one job or one position, but you also tend not to grow your skill sets. And that can have you feeling stuck. Okay, so again, it's time to move forward. It's time to shift. It's time to shift from complacency to, I would say, exploration. It's time to shift from complacency to discovery, right? I need you to be in a place of discovering new things and not just being content with where you are. All right, let's go to number three. This is a big one, touchy subject, honestly, and it is your circle. It is your circle. You guys have heard the saying, um, birds of a feather flock together, right? So I want you to think about who is in your circle? Who is in your circle of influence? Who is in your ecosystem of support? Your inner circle of friends and colleagues, I need you to think about, and I'm just talking about from a career perspective, if they are adding value to your career, okay? That is absolutely huge. Are they adding value to your career? Successful people surround themselves with those who are also successful, um, others who want to succeed, others who want to see them succeed. And so I want to dig into that a little bit more and talk about your circle, okay? So we're going to take a quick break and then be right back. We're going to finish up three and go into four and then round this thing on out. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, we are back and I, you know, I wanted to take that quick break just so you get a chance to think about your circle. Because again, like I said, it is a touchy area, a touchy subject because you're talking about the personal and professional relationships that you're building. But when we're talking about your career and why sometimes you feel stuck, it could be a little bit because you don't hang around the right people. You know, when we were kids, when you were teenagers, your parents, you know, talked to you about, you know, be careful about the friends you keep or the company that you keep, you know, those who are around you um, that might, you know, begin to define you outwardly to what people see. I need you to think about that when it comes to your professional journey and you looking to advance in your career. I mean, simply put, guys, success breeds success. And if you want to really get to a place to where you are seeing that desired success for yourself. You're seeing that you are moving forward and upward in your career. I, you've got to be mindful about the circle. You have to be mindful about who are you interacting with and engaging with. So this is also about mindset, right? And you guys know I'm a career mindset strategist. I want you to be strategic about your mindset. And it's not just a growth mindset. I mean, there's there's actually, think about 15 different mindsets that are out there. I want you to think about in this regard, as far as your circle, I want you to have a success mindset. And having a success mindset means that you are always looking for the opportunity that you can leverage for success, right? You don't see failure. You don't see a, a challenge that serves as a barrier. You see challenges that serve as opportunities and opportunities for success. So with your circle, I want you to surround yourself with those who are like-minded from a success standpoint. Who is going after success? Who wants you wants to succeed themselves? Who is already successful? And who is very clear that they want to see you do better and they want you to succeed? That is critical. And again, a lot of the reason why you feel stuck is that you don't have the right people 
that are around you in your circle and that are speaking the right things into your life and speaking the right things into your professional journey. If if you're constantly having conversations about, oh, well, why aren't, why aren't you doing this? Or, you know, I thought you were going to go after that one position. What happened? That Those words, while they may sound friendly and they may uh, help start a conversation, I want you to get around those who say, hey, what do we need to get you to do or what steps do you, you know, you need me to help with so that we can press forward towards success? Isn't that the position that you wanted? Okay, well, let's go get it. What, what, what's stopping you, right? So we're asking those thought-provoking questions. You want someone to dig into the why to help you get where you want to go and where you're hoping to be successful. So again, this is not about you have to stop having certain friends or stop hanging around certain colleagues. But when you're ready to really advance, when you're ready to really get to that next level, I want you to be mindful of your circle. Be mindful of the company that you keep and make sure that you have the right people that are speaking into your professional journey from a success standpoint. Okay, that's a big one. That is a big one. Because if everyone's a Debbie Downer, if everyone that you're around is also feeling stuck in their career, that's not helpful. If all you guys do is sit around and talk about how you're not happy, how you're not fulfilled, how, you know, I don't like my boss. Uh, I, I've been seeing this um, this reel on Instagram and it's and it's, and it's uh, people who are, who are using it. It's like, I don't like the boss. I don't like the workers. I don't like nobody. Like if you are in that position where you are counting down the list of I don't like A, B, C, D and everything in between to Z. If that's where you are and the other people around you are saying the same things. You're not in the right circle when it comes to trying to get out of this place of feeling stuck so that you can be in a place of where you can move forward and upward. That's, that's, you've got to have the right people who are speaking. People vent all the time. Be a good listener. Listen to your friends. Listen to your colleagues. However, you have got to be sure that you're shifting your mindset that I'm not going to reside here much longer. I'm not going to stay in this place much longer. I don't want to feel stuck. And I'm going to leverage opportunities so that I am not. And leveraging those opportunities also means leveraging opportunities to interact with different and or new people in your circle. Okay. Remember, success breeds success. Write that down. Success breeds success. All right. So that is the rest of number three. And um, I hope that that's got you thinking a little bit. And again, I don't, I don't need you going back to your friends and your colleagues saying, I can't be friends with you no more. I was listening to professional DNA and Tarika said, I got to drop you. No, that's not what I'm saying. Actually, sometimes our actions and when we shift our mindset can be an amazing model and um, almost like a support for others. It could be a huge model and support for others because they see you shift. They're like, whoa, wait a minute. What just happened? Just a while ago, last week, you were right there complaining with me and, you know, being in a place where you felt down and you felt stuck. Now you're rolling. You're moving forward. I just saw you in that meeting and you were killing it. I just I just heard that you just got this new project. What? Wow. Like what happened? And that shift that you do can be empowering for someone else. All right. All right. Let's go to number four. Number four is about time. Sometimes professionals can feel stuck because you're not managing your time and you're not valuing time, okay? 
you're not managing your time and you, you don't have this great value and respect, if you will, for time. Now, how much does time cost, right? How much does time cost? Not sure? Here's the thing. Time is super expensive. I want you to think about that. Time is super expensive. If not managed properly and you don't value it, it can cost you your career. It can cost you your career. You have got to understand the amount of time that you have to advance. You have got to understand the amount, the windows of time that are available to you to advance. And when you are not managing that time effectively and evaluating the time that you have to grow and to move forward in your career, it can be extremely costly and it can cost you significant times in your career to where, again, it contributes to you feeling stuck. Okay. So again, it can cost you a lot. It can cost you your career. And it can also, honestly, when you're not managing your time and valuing time, you can get into a place to where this feeling of stuck actually becomes, it shifts from feeling and it shifts from being actually a reality because you get pigeonholed into a corner. You get pigeonholed into this little uh, hallway to the side because others will pass you by and they will gain the skills and the capabilities needed to move forward. They will position themselves to demonstrate value and go after that promotion, go after that position, go after that next level that was meant to be yours. And they'll pass you by. And it's so much harder to have to climb up from behind. It's so much harder to have to get to the next level when you've just been pushed a few levels back. Um, if you guys follow Professional DNA, which I hope you are, and if you're not, do so, Professional underscore DNA, I um, have started to give a little bit in the insight into my uh, weekends and my Friday nights. And so for me, Friday nights is Friday night lights. I am at my son's football games and cheering him on, you know, all in. I am, I am football mom and I switch over, right? And what happens a lot of times, if you guys are football fans, you'll get this. If you're not, roll with me. A penalty is called. And let's say it was holding, you know, they'll say holding on the offense, number 53, and it'll push the team back, you know, so many yards, right? Or if it's on the defense, defense, um, they could call a call, let's say there was holding on the defense, let's say, or there was, a, a, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct, whatever it may be. They'll get that penalty and they'll move the offense forward, okay? Because defense is not going backwards. They're moving the offense forward. So when you're on the offense, you got the ball, you are in charge, you are trying to score. But you can come into places to where you get a penalty and you get pushed back. Missy Tarika, where are you going with this? A part of the any sport in any game is the clock. It's managing the clock. And if you only have two minutes to score, but you keep getting penalty after penalty, it's constantly pushing you back. You're not moving forward. The likelihood in order for you to score becomes smaller and smaller and smaller, right? The opportunity to score is smaller and smaller and smaller. But here's what happens. You've got coaches on the sideline who are drawing up plays. 
and drawn up plays. Like, oh my gosh, this team is being so undisciplined. They keep getting penalties, but they're drawn up plays. They're drawn up plays. And you know what could happen right there, right at the end, is that the strategy that was drawn up from the sidelines from the coach helps that team get to push forward and get into the end zone and score. You may say, okay, Tarika, I'm not a football fan. I'm not following you. Let me tell you something. You may need a coach, a strategist, a mentor to help you manage your time and to better value time so that you can get to the end zone. End zone equaling your desired success. End zone equaling the promotion. The end zone, the touchdown, is, is, is equaling to the new project, the new team, the um, new job, the transition in careers, the, pr the promotion that is yielding higher earnings, getting to six figures, whatever it may be. Sometimes you need a coach. And I'm telling you, it's helpful to have a coach to get you to manage time because when you say, you know what, I want to level up and, and I want to get to the next level of my career within the next year. Okay, well, then let's build and design a strategy to do that. And let's build and design a strategy to do it within that time frame. And then let's manage that time accordingly, right? You, you have a different value for a value of time when you're managing it because you're trying to get to the goal. You're trying to get into the end zone. You're trying to get to success. But sometimes you do need a coach to help you do that right? So that you don't keep getting penalty after penalty. Think about the penalty that keeps pushing you back is the hurdle after the hurdle after the hurdle. You keep doing things without strategy, without action plans, without milestones, without real smart goals. And you keep hitting penalty after penalty. Year after year, you're not getting that promotion. Year after year, you're getting looked over for the new project. So one of the reasons why you feel stuck is because you have not mastered the ability to manage your time and you don't value time in the way that you should. So if you want to shake this stuck feeling, you must manage your time effectively and, and productively. And sometimes, again, that takes a little help. Okay. It takes a little help. Um, if you value time and you manage it well, here's the thing. You'll start to see that your ideas are going to come to life, right? Your dreams will become a reality. And, and guys, here's the thing, you'd begin to take off and ascend in your career because you value and manage time so well, and you're just clicking and clacking along with this newly designed strategy that you feel like, well, I actually got a little bit extra time on my hands. Let me go learn a new skill so I can show how I can add a little bit more value. Are you guys checking me on that? Time management is not just about managing your calendar. Time management is not just about you know, prioritizing the, the to-do list. Time management and valuing time is also about you being observant and mindful of the prescribed time that you have, whether if it is self-prescribed or it's within your company or organization or within your business, whatever it may be, that you have to take another step and get to the next level. You've got to understand that. It's, it's not just about what can I get done in my eight-hour day. You are managing time and should have such a value for time that you are looking to manage large blocks of time so that at the end of it, when the clock goes off, when the alarm goes off, you have hit the success that you are trying to achieve. 
okay? This is the key. This is a huge key to moving forward and advancing in your career. It's understanding the importance of time management, okay? So I, we've gone through all four. Let me tell you, I, I want to I wanna dig in a little bit. Um, and, I, and I talked in our earlier segment around this quote from Levy Jones, um, the author of The Professional Troublemaker, and, and the, the, um, she talks a lot about how to just kick fear in the face, to be honest. And when I was thinking about, you know, putting this episode together, I, I really wanted to dig into the minds of those who are fearful, because a lot of the reasons why you feel stuck is because you're just so fearful. And you're, you're, you can't just bring enough muster up for you to take a step forward. You know, so, you know, why do people feel stuck when it comes to fear? They fear, of, they feel failure, right? They fear not being good enough. They fear disappointing family. I've been there. I've definitely been there where I felt like I let my family down because I made some decisions that were not as calculated and strategic. They fear, um, because of their kind of this lack of confidence that they have in themselves, how can they move forward boldly? Um, they fear change. And I said at the beginning, you know, change is inevitable. It's going to happen, right? So it's how you operate in the midst of change. But you have got to know that these are feelings and emotions that you can shift and they don't have to stay your reality. They don't have to stay your reality. So the real reason. You may say, okay, Tarika, we've gone through these four, you know, kind of buckets and then uh, some strategies of the way to think differently when it comes to um, your career. You know, I've, we started off, we talked about avoidance and stop avoiding things. We talked about that you might be complacent um, and that's why you feel that you are stuck. We talked about, you know, your circle, not having that right circle and understanding that success breeds success. We also talked about four, time management and valuing time. So here's the thing. You want to know the real reason? The real reason why you feel stuck is because you are not willing to recognize the need for change. That's what it is. You are not recognizing, you are not willing to recognize the need for change. If we continue to do things the same way over and over and over again and expect to have different results, and I know you guys have heard this before, that's insanity. You have got to step away from this idea that you don't have to change, that things need to change around you, that my boss needs to recognize my hard work and, you know, understand that I'm, I'm ready for the next position. I'm ready for a promotion. My team members need to understand that, no, I'm more senior here. I, I should get that project. HR needs to understand that I just don't want the, you know, general cost of living increase. I, I deserve a larger, larger raise. Who's going to advocate for me? Those are my business owners who are on you know, thinking about, I don't understand why my, why I'm not getting clients. I'm putting the content out there. I'm, I'm engaging with them. You know, why don't they understand how great my product is? You have got to realize that something is not working. Something is not working and that you have got to be willing to change. 
And when you have a willingness to change, I know change can be scary. I know change could be fearful. I know change could be almost admitting that what you were doing was wrong. But guess what? That's a part of the journey. That's a part of the process. And when you are willing to be real with yourself and recognize that change needs to come, you will start to lose this feeling of being stuck. Because when you are connected with the fact that change has to happen, that change needs to come, when you're feeling stuck, you'll stop avoiding, right? You'll stop avoiding opportunity. You'll stop avoiding the um, moments in time where you could potentially grow. You'll stop being complacent and just doing the status quo every single day. You'll stop not, you'll stop making, making a, a, a circle that is just full of friends and fun and thinking about where's the circle that's going to help me with success. Success breeds success, right? So you'll, you'll stop doing that. You'll be more intentional about the relationships and the networking that you're doing. And then last, but certainly not least, because it's one of the most important is you'll stop wasting time. When you are willing to change, when you are willing to recognize that change has to happen, you will stop wasting time and you will value time in such a different way. And when you do that, like I said, when you do that, your ideas that you have will come to life. This is when you stop being interested and you really start being committed because now you're committed to change. You guys rocking with me? I know you may feel this is a tough one, but this, this is as real as it gets. We as individuals, our emotions can take over us in such a mighty way. Our minds can take over in such a mighty way, but let's leverage that to our, our, our good. Let's leverage that to the future self that we want to see and let's shift and let's change our thinking in ways that are going to propel us forward. You don't have to feel stuck anymore, guys. You don't, but you have to be willing to change. All right, let's round this thing on out. I'll be right back. Oh, guys, I know that was rough, but I warned you at the beginning that it might be a little rough. Self-reflection can be challenging at times because it's really standing in the mirror and liking what you see, liking what you're becoming. And when you don't, when you don't like that reflection, then having the willingness to take the steps to change. And that's what this episode is really all about. The real reason, the real reason why you feel stuck in your career and you don't feel like you're moving forward is because you are not in a place where you have the willingness to change. When you are in a place where you know that you cannot continue to do things the same way that you've been doing them day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, when you get to that place and you said, I'm tired, I'm really tired of feeling stuck and not moving forward, then you will enter into this zone where you are willing to change. And you're your own change agent right? You can make the decision to change. And change looks different for each and every single one of us. How we go about that process, how we manage that process of change 
looks different for every single one of us because we all have different goals. We all have different definitions of success. But it is then and only then when you're willing to change that you will stop feeling stuck. That emotion will start to dissipate away and you'll start to feel empowered because now you're willing to do something different. You're willing to do something different. So I'll tell you, if you're ready, if you're ready to do something different, if you're ready to stop feeling stuck, you're going to stop avoiding, you're going to stop being complacent. You want to be in a position to where you are refining your circle and, and you're ready to really manage and value time differently, then I have something for you. I have something for you. I would love to have a conversation with you. I want you to go to professional underscore DNA. I want you to book a discovery call, free discovery call. Well, it's not completely free because it does cost you time, (laughs) but I want you to do that because let's talk about where you are, where you want to go and how you're going to get there. And if you're really ready to put in the work so that you can honestly discover who you really are, what value is inside of you, what are your defined natural abilities, your professional DNA, right? If you're ready to shift your mindset, you don't like the thinking that you have going on, but you really are not quite sure how to cultivate something different, hey, this is for you. If you are ready to have a strategy that works, design a career strategy that is going to help you rapidly ascend in your career and get to the next level, get to the next level to where you are paid your true value, you are happy and you are fulfilled, this is for you. So I want you to connect with me and let's get on discovery call. If you want to just jump right in, visit yourpdna.com and check out course discovery. I'm launching the fall cohort. Super excited about that. Follow me on Instagram, professional underscore DNA. You'll learn all about it. This group and one-on-one coaching program is for you, but it's only for you if you're willing to change. If you're willing to stop doing things the same old way every single day and you're ready to take a big step forward so that you can rapidly ascend your career, then I got what you need. All right, guys, you know how I feel about you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. You know that I feel, I know, not even I feel, I know that you have everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. What is that? It's your professional DNA. Have a great week, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye.